ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Last I Heard podcast. This is your host, Lead MC here. Um, we got a really great episode coming up for you today. Uh, my buddy Travis in Wisconsin is probably one of the most diehard Packer fans that I've ever known. So I, I really want to get him on here and, and see what he thinks about the uh, the upcoming 2019 season. And uh, since I'm a Viking fan, I figured we'd probably butt heads on that stuff too. So, uh, Travis, how you doing, my man? Oh, doing great. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. It's good to hear from you. I haven't uh, talked to you really in a while. I know, since you moved about a year ago. Yep, yep, almost a year. Hard to catch up with you. Yeah, I know, right? But uh, it's good to hear from you, man. Uh, we're going to talk a little Packers football today and some Vikings football. Do a little border battle here. Um, did you happen to catch the uh, NFL Top 100 rankings at all? Uh, I caught a few of them. Um, I know Aaron Rodgers was, I think, number eight. Yep. But honestly, other than that, I think Kenny Clark was maybe number 37, 37 I think, maybe, or something like that. Um, yeah. I know but that, other than that, I, I didn't really see him, no. Yeah, I know uh, Devontae, I want to say he was like 34 or something like, maybe 35. I don't know. He he didn't change very much in position from last year, uh, his ranking, you know. But top 40 is uh, still pretty damn good. I know. I think Thielen was right around there as well. But, uh, now, who do, you, who do you think is better, Thielen or Adams? Um. See, that's tough because I think the biggest difference between them is their their skills are just a little different. So I think Adam's number one thing is his route running and speed. And Thielen's, I think, is purely um, hands. I think he can catch anything almost in any scenario that you throw at him. He had multiple catches last year where it was kind of just absolutely ridiculous that uh, they were able to be caught. But I think Adams definitely gets away from defenders with his route running and his speed. So I think I, it's hard to compare. So, I mean, it's it's really the style of football that you're going to play. Um, Thielen's a great slot guy um, to, you know, for those hands. But I think uh, I think Adams breaks away and he can get uh, deep balls uh, with his speed. I would agree with that. Can't can't argue that. Yeah. Um, I'd probably go Devontae. Yeah. Because he's, I don't know. I see him week in and week out. Right. A little biased, obviously, but uh. Right. That's what I mean. I, I that's why it's really it's really hard for me. Like I I love Thielen, especially because he's a homegrown guy from Minnesota. So it's like. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, I I think of him as I think to me he's always the underdog for some reason. Like even to me. Like, if I had to pick Thielen or Diggs, I think I'd probably still pick Diggs, even though he's considered not as good. But Diggs has the route running and the hands, so that's why I think he's better. But I think Thielen just has that drive. He has that Jerry yeah. Rice factor to him where you're yeah. like, you don't see anything great about him. But then all of a sudden, every time you look in the stat line, he's got 10 catches, 150 yards, yep. a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just somehow, some way, gets it done. So. Yeah, right. He had he had uh, eight or nine games last year with over a hundred yards. Uh, he did that the first like, I can't remember eight, eight games of the year. Yeah, or eight games of the year he did that, which no one had yeah. done that. Uh, broke Randy Moss's record. It was pretty Especially crazy when he's got no one throwing to him. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. I I I think that 
Um, Cousins is not the best quarterback, obviously, but I think he's good, and I think he was the best option at the time for the Vikings. So, And the fact that it's only a three-year deal, we're, we're getting year two of his three-year deal. It's kind of like, you know, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I'm not... I'm not hung up on it like a lot of people were. Um, we're still re-signing people. So. Well, I think the biggest thing for the Vikings last year was that the defense hasn't been as good as it was touted as. Right. And what, what's been happening with the defense? Yeah, I think when it comes to the defense, I think it was purely um, kind of effort. And then I think there was a lot of injuries. So, like, um, Rhodes, uh, he got hurt multiple games. Um, and he's obviously the number one corner for them. And then second, you got, um, Mike Hughes, which was going to make a huge impact. And he got hurt with like week three with, uh, ACL. So he was out the rest of the year and still don't know when he's going to come back, oddly enough. And then, um, you got, uh, what's his face? Um, ah, he came from Michigan. Uh, they drafted quite a few years ago dang it why am i blanking on his name but he's not good um uh damn and then basically no one else like they just re they just signed a, a veteran corner um from the Bengals that got cut and you're talking I, about trey waynes trey, trey waynes that's it yep trey waynes i knew i was thinking waynes in my head but yep so trey waynes I, I don't think he's good i think he still only knows the college rules um and that's the only system that he succeeds in. Gotcha. Yeah, so I think that's their biggest thing. But um, back to that uh, NFL top 100 rankings with Rodgers being eighth. Um, he's the third for quarterbacks. How do you feel about that? Who was uh, ahead of him? So I think um, Patrick Mahomes. Or no, not Mahomes. Brady and Breeze, I believe. Maybe Holmes was up there. Patrick Mahomes had to be ahead of him. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what the list was here. I mean, if if you were to tell me today, or if you asked me a question about who's a better quarterback, Drew Brees or Aaron Rodgers, in totality, I, I obviously I'd go Drew Brees without a doubt. Right. I think Drew Brees is very underrated. Yeah. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers has the the it factor that makes him look maybe more talented than he really is. I, I'm not a huge Aaron Rodgers fan. Um, I've been critical of him, especially the last year and a half where he doesn't like to run the offense. He just likes to play his backyard style of football. And sometimes it's, it's really frustrating because you see guys wide open five yards down the field but no, he's not going to throw it to them. Right. He's going to try to to play hero ball, run around the yard, throw a deep pass. Maybe they'll catch it, and then it'll look awesome. Mm-hmm. But more times than not, he he doesn't deliver that. Right. Um, last year, I, I I haven't seen so many balls in the the ground. Every every couple weeks, I see a throw where I'm just like, I've never seen that out of him before. Yeah. So I feel like. He's definitely regressed. Yeah. Um, now I don't I, I don't see it in his physical abilities that he's regressed, but something has gone on. To either if it's the injuries or between the e the the ears, I yeah. I don't know. 
But um, until he runs an offense again, I just he's a very he's he's almost like a Carmelo Anthony right now. I put him as yeah, great okay. talent. But but uh, what are you doing to win the game? Mm. Not much. And that's the difference between the greatest quarterback of all time and a talented quarterback is that Tom Brady doesn't care about stats. He doesn't care about his own achievements. He yeah. cares about team winning. Right. He'll do whatever it takes to win. Mm-hmm. And I think we, we saw that with uh, Bart Starr, who is probably still the greatest quarterback for the, the Green Bay Packers. That means not stats-wise, obviously, but yeah. he did whatever it took to win games, and I think that's what what entails a quarterback to be one of the top players. You have to have that leadership quality. Otherwise you're just another guy. Right. No, I, I totally agree with you. And uh, just correct myself. Yeah. He was the fourth uh, QB with Mahomes, Brady and Breeze uh, ahead of him. Um, but yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, I think, I think you're right. I think it's, I think it is partial, you know, in, uh, in between the ears and the injury uh, kind of combo because what two major or almost three major injuries in his career um but the one he played with last year um I mean that obviously affected his game but I th- I still think with um with uh the people he's got around him now you know it's it's I don't know if they play on his page more you know rather than Mike McCarthy which it was obviously butt heads for a long time uh, what do you what do you feel about uh, Matt Lafleur going in there? Honestly, I'm not sure. I have no idea what to expect. Um, I was high on his offense. Yeah. I just don't know if he has the qualities of a head coach, right. and if he's not just a glorified offensive coordinator. Right. I just don't see the presence of a head coach. Like if. Let's say you put Mike Pettin in there. He has that presence of, you know, he can lead a team and mm-hmm. talk to an entire group, fire them up. Right. I just, I've, I don't know what, if Matt LaFleur has that. I just, he's more of a soft-spoken guy. and Right. You want that aggressive just, coach. He's, he's, he's 39 years old. He's only three years older than Aaron Rodgers, and he's yeah. trying to tell him what to do, and he's never played in this league before. Right. And you would think that Aaron Rodgers, I mean – probably knows just as much as him mm. um and that's why i feel like at some point they're gonna get into it and it's it's could go south and because aaron Rodgers might not want to listen to him just because of that fact right now the honeymoon phase you know it seems like they're saying all the right things yeah um seems like the offense is kind of struggling still but they're all saying the right things and who knows you you lose a couple games and good snowball effect and just go right downhill. I, this is honestly the first year where I have no idea what to expect from the green Bay Packers. I have no expectations. Um, yeah, I, I just, it's such a question mark. I, I could see them going six and 10. I could see them going 11 and five. Right. Um, if I had to guess, I would say, um, by something like nine and seven, but Again, it all depends on LaFleur, and it all comes back to him, and I, I just don't know what to expect. I don't know if his offense is going to be just like the Rams, if Aaron Rodgers is going to be changing the plays, mm-hmm. if he can control him. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. 
Right. <laughs> yeah, you should be. Um, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, um, when I heard that Mike McCarthy was going to be fired, I was like, that. that's the number one thing that I've been saying was the worst thing for the Packers. Number two was Clay Matthews. You got rid of both of them. So I think that's the next big step that, you know, the Packers are finally moving on from the from some bad calls uh, in the past that they've been letting, you know, hang on to their, their coach rings for the longest time. But, um, yeah, Matt LaFleur, 39 years old, like you said, um, came from the Tennessee Titans last year as an offensive coordinator. Um, their offense last year was ranked 25th in the NFL. So I don't think that's a good list for how he would be a head coach. And then the year before, which he only spent one year with the Rams as well, uh, 10th ranked offensive coordinator for the Rams, which, you know, Sean McVay probably took most control of that as well. Before that, he was just a QB coach for a few years. So I feel like his experience is lackluster for the position that he has. The the one thing I will actually say about that though is remember Mike McCarthy came from a 31st ranked offense when he came from the 49ers to the Green Bay Packers and everybody was saying what who is this guy this guy had the 31st ranked offense why are we taking this guy um so sometimes it's not always about the numbers right a lot of times it's about the players that you got with you and what you got to work with and very true uh, yeah. Mariota was, you know, yeah. in and out of the lineup all year long and then finally was out for the year. And right, no one else is on that team. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, that that part was taken with a grain of salt. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I liked what he did, though, with, like, when he was with Atlanta, who was with Matt Ryan, and he had his best year with him as his quarterback mm-hmm. coach. So those are the things that I do like. Right. Um, and like I said, his offense, I feel like if – if Aaron Rodgers will run that offense, I mean, I just – if Matt Ryan can do it, oh, my God. If Aaron Rodgers has a chance to do this, look out. Like, yeah, I, right. it's just the question is, is, is he going to buy into it? Is he going to say, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go one, two, boom, I'm going to throw the ball. That's that's the part where I just – I don't trust that. I, I just mm-hmm. don't trust it. Um. What what is the biggest difference this year? I mean, other than Matt Lafleur, um, what makes the Packers any different from last year or even the last two years? What what gives them the advantage this year? You know, to stand out. You know, possibly win the division. What what's that for you? I feel like this year we're going to be more reliant on the defense than on the offense. Um, we obviously upgraded the defensive line position uh the outside linebackers with the two smith brothers the law firm coming in this year uh so that'll help um i mean obviously they didn't they didn't blow anybody away with all their stats but i feel like coming into at age 28 they're still in the peak of their careers they still haven't had the best season that they're capable of so i'm looking for zadarius to maybe get 12 sacks this year and have another career high because I think last year had 10, if I'm not mistaken, something like that. But um, I feel like he can get to that 12 mark if he can get there. And then Preston Smith can add that outside edge on the other side. He's obviously not going to be a full-time player, but I feel like when we get him in in those spots that he can come around the edge. And if both of them are coming around, I feel like that will add pressure. And you have in the secondary, Jair, in his second year, I feel like he's going to be – 
amazing. He, that mm-hmm. dude is a stud. He's yeah. a bona fide stud. Um, he plays a lot bigger than he is. He has a nice attitude. I, I like the nastiness of him. So I look for him to even make another jump this year and not have a sophomore slump. Um, so if he can improve, maybe even become an all pro, I know that's, that's wishful thinking right now, but I'm not joking. It's not out of the realm of possibility right. that he could do that. So I, I feel good about that. And then adding Darnell Savage to that backfield or in that secondary. Oh man. I, I, I like him a lot. I feel like he's going to, he's going to add that punch that we've been missing. And then adding that um, Amos from the Bears, Mm -hmm. he's not going to blow you away, but he's going to be in the right spot at the right time every time. I don't need to worry about him blowing a coverage or being like where HaHa was just nowhere to be found sometimes. And it's just Mm -hmm. like, what are you doing? I feel like he's going to be the sure-handed guy where he's going to be where he needs to be. He's not going to make the huge flashy plays, but he's going to do his job. And that's all that you can ask for from that. but as a whole, that defense, I feel like, is going to be much better. If we can get in the top 15 and then improve upon a horrible offensive display we had last year. And I'm not, I, don't even, I don't think this offense is going to be that offense of the past where it was in the top five and you expect it to be in the top five. I think about a, a, if you get it in you know 10 to 12 range, we got a definite possibility to do big things because if – if that defense does its part, um, it's about staying healthy with the running backs. They right. got to stay healthy. That's been a major area of concern. They're already out right now with hamstring injuries, always a soft tissue, uh, injury with them. I, I just, I don't get it. I don't know what they put in the water around here, but it seems to happen every single year. Yeah. Um, but it, then it all comes back to Aaron Rodgers. If he can come back and be an MVP, like we've we've seen in the past, this team can win 13 games, go to the Super Bowl, and win the Super Bowl. Mm. If that's him, if he's not that guy, then again we're going to be relying on that defense. And I feel like we could get that 10 and six record, maybe win the division, get in wild card, um, and then get hot at the end of the year and maybe maybe do some damage. I, I just really like Mike Pettin. Um, I feel like year two, year three of that defense is going to be outstanding and with these new guys that he's got to play with now. And then obviously with Rashawn Gary, I haven't even mentioned him. I was not happy about the pick just because we've had these guys in the past where they've had the most potential in the world. They look like unbelievable players and then they get injured or they just never live up to anything. And at Michigan, he didn't really live up to it. Um, He was the number one recruit. Didn't really – Again, live up to that, but he's got the he's got the athleticism, the the size, everything that you would dream of in an outside linebacker. Now it's just, are you going to be able to put it together? And if you can't do it in college, how are you going to do it against grown men? So that's that's a little bit of area of concern. But I'm hopeful right. that they know what they're doing. Obviously, they get the checks. They know yeah. what they're doing, making those picks. So right. Um, but yeah, I, I just I think that's. That's where we're at with the Green Bay Packers. And, uh, yeah, if we improve upon those areas, that we could easily win a division and uh, take home a Lombardi trophy. But it's a lot of big ifs. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, like I said, you, you definitely brought out a lot of players that uh, definitely could have impactful years. Um, 
Blake Martinez was always, um, well, not always, but I mean, since he's been there, has been pretty impactful. Um, has led uh, the team in uh, tackles for, um, I think, the last two years, maybe. Um, yes. I think he's a very impactful player. I remember the uh, first couple times I, I watched uh, his games that, uh, you know, he's he's always there. He's definitely a standout uh, player and a leader. Um, do you think he's going to keep that up? I do. I I don't see why he would slow down at all. Um, I, yeah, I don't anticipate a drop-off at all. And if anything, he might lead the league in tackles this year. Yeah. Yeah, I was definitely uh, really surprised. I didn't know, honestly, anything about him until I saw him play, and I was like, holy cow, that guy is good. Um, definitely compare him. You know, I'd, I'd want him on uh, on the Vikings if I could get him. Um, so the 2019 season will be the 100th season of the National Football League, kicking off uh, September 5th, uh, Thursday night game, Packers at Bears. Um, what is the result of that game, do you think? Um, I know over these 100 years that uh, their their battle has been it's pretty close now with uh, wins. Um, who do you think is coming out the victor? Oh, man, I haven't really thought about this too much. It's still a month away, but um, I would say Packers are going to come out on top. I mean, yeah, new coach, Aaron Rodgers is going to be fired up, looking for something to prove. <laughs> Thursday night lights in front of a national audience. I look for Aaron Rodgers to come and have a big game, kind of like last year, week one, yeah, when he came nuts. back from the injury. And uh, was dominant, yeah. obviously after the after halftime. I was pretty halftime. upset. I was actually so when watching that game, and I saw him get hurt, and he he was he was like, like carted off, wasn't he, in that game or whatever? Yeah. Like, yep. and I I was instantly thinking, wow, I actually feel bad for Packer fans right now to have a season like that again. And then he comes back and kicks their ass. And I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> like, I went, oh, I went from, I went from, you know, sympathy for the Packers for probably the first time in my entire life, to, uh, to hating them once again, <laughs> almost stronger than I ever have. So I feel that's just the Packers in general to me. That's so yeah. Irritated. Well, imagine being uh, in the stands as a Packer fan that night. Yeah. And you're getting whooped, and then all of a sudden your quarterback goes down. And you just had a whole season where you didn't have your quarterback. And all of a sudden, in the first half of the first game of the very next season, he goes out and you're off on a cart. You're thinking, oh, my God, it's over. Mm -hmm. Like, this era is over. Like, he's done. Mm -hmm. He's just done. And then for him to come back out of the tunnel at halftime – the emotions running through Lambeau Field. Oh yeah. my God! The, the 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 crowd was electric. Yeah, it was it was a great atmosphere. Yeah, it's crazy. I I I thought that was a lot like the uh, the Falcons Patriots Super Bowl, like right there, like where you know Chicago probably thought we we can sit back and relax now. You know, like their best player is out, right. and we can we can kind of coast. And they coasted too long because when Rodgers came back, they had nothing. Right. Yeah. And you know, that was his only game. That was his best game of the year, obviously. Yeah. And you know what happened? Hmm. 
when he started having that success again, oh, he ran the offense and he got the ball out in three seconds. That's mm-hmm. the key. Getting the ball out yeah. in three seconds. Don't hold the dang ball. Yeah. And that is what he loves to do. Mm-hmm. And this is why I get so mad when people praise him all the time and say that he can do no wrong. It's just, dude, get the ball out. Stop trying to play backyard football. Yeah. That's not how the NFL works. Yes, you will look great. He's a, he's a, he's a statistical guy, man. He only cares about his stats. And that's yeah. that's that's why I have this issue with him. And if he could get to winning football and, and worrying about the team instead of himself, then then I, I can get on board with him. But I miss Brett Favre. Let's just say that. <laughs> uh, Chris Sims on the Dan Patrick Show, I believe yesterday, um, actually said the basically the exact same thing. If he could do you know five-step, three-step drop and get that ball off right away, that completely turns around the Packers' uh, you know, um, problems. Um, you know, if – he can get a receiver right away. You got good enough receivers out there, especially Adams. Like I said, with that speed and separation, where he he's has an open receiver right away. The only reason he's yeah. not going to have one is you're right. He's scrambling around. Do you contribute that all to the offensive line? Um, I feel like the offensive line for the Packers hasn't really been mentioned uh, much, you know, in the last how many years because of Rodgers. Um, ability to scramble and and break tackles and such do you think that's a problem do you think what is a problem the the offensive line honestly no i i think actually there was a stat last year i think in was it pro football weekly or so some analytical stuff that they were doing and they had the packers as the number one ranked offensive line yeah. in football and I just feel like they give up sacks because Aaron Rodgers is taking eight seconds. Yeah. I mean, Bakhtiari is the best offensive tackle in football. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, you got your, your blind side basically covered for the next how many years. I mean, he's coming up on a contract, but we're definitely going to be yeah, and he's giving him stay. that money. He's going to yeah, stay. Definitely. He's slamming definitely. beers at Bucks games. Yeah, I think, he's, uh, he's, a, he's a Wisconsin. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's loving it for sure. You oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I love that guy. Um, but no, I mean, Bulaga, if he could, he stayed healthy last year for a while and he actually held up. So when he's there and healthy, he, he does fine. And then Corey Lindsley, the center, he, he's great. I have no problems with him either. And then now we got Turner coming in as a guard and we just picked up Jenkins in the draft. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's going to start right away, but he is supposed to be a steady Eddie guy. Yeah. And he just shuts people down. And in college, I think they said he only allowed like two pressures or something like that. Uh-huh. I don't know. It was ridiculous. So it was something ridiculous. And so we got that going for us. And no, I, I really don't think the, the offensive line has been the problem. I think it's uh-huh. been just Aaron Rodgers' lack of running the offense. And if you watch the plays, I'm telling you, you watch the film, you will see guys in their in the development of the play run wide open, and yeah. he'll even look at them. Yeah, and no, I've seen he's that. not gonna throw it. Right. And it's like I've seen him with their hands up. Yeah, I've seen him with throwing their hands up. Like I'm open. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers led the league last year in throwaways, and I believe he broke the record for throwaways. Really, I didn't know that. <laughs> yes. So he again is just you know that 25 to two interception to touchdown ratio. That's all he cares about. 
man, that looks great. So, and that's what people come back to is the fandom. Oh, but but look at his stats. Okay, but stats are just that. They're stats. Yeah. They don't tell the whole picture of a game. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah, it, it's just frustrating. Yeah, Dan Marino had great stats, but exactly. Did he ever win a Super Bowl? No. Exactly. Yeah. Um, week six. Um, Vikings in Green Bay, uh, be September 5th, um, like a noon game, which I'm actually surprised. I thought it'd be, I thought it'd probably be a Sunday night game. Wait, wait, um, no, wait. Week two, week two. Week two? Wait, is week two? No. Really? Already? That's, I thought that was last year they did week two. I'm pretty sure we play week two. What? All right, let me look at this. I swear I just looked at this shit. They play, because the Vikings play Saints week one. Where are we at here? Unless it was last year's. Fuck. No. No way. I want to say the second week of the season I'm going to it and it's the Vikings game. Alright, now, now I'm fucking, now I'm pissed because everything, all the research I did is bullshit right now. Um. Uh, yeah, it's, it's week two. What the fuck? Alright, well, can you check week 16? Is that the second one? Maybe that week... was last year. Week sixteen, yes, we do. Okay. How the fuck? Some maybe some. December twenty third. Yep. Okay. So yeah, I got that right. That's fucking weird. Um. Well, that doesn't make sense, anyways. Yeah, because I have September fifteenth, which is week two, anyways. I just wrote week yeah. six for some dumb reason. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm fucking stupid. Anyways. Yeah. So at Green Bay, September fifteenth. You're a Viking fan. We we. It's okay. <laughs> oh, good one. Um. <laughs> God, I wish I was in back in. Wisconsin, just to just to cut out newspaper headlines again um, from the Green Bay Gazette. All right, um, <laughs> just shitting on Rodgers. Um, all right, so week six or week two at Green Bay, uh, September fifteenth, noon game. Like I said, I think it should be a night game because I think it's gonna be damn good. Um, especially like you said, if the Packers defense steps up, um, I think it's gonna be a good battle because finally the Vikings have um an offensive coordinator now that used to be QB coach um he was uh he was kind of considered for offensive coordinator position for a while and then they had um their offensive coordinator last year that kind of went rogue and decided he wanted to um play for a head coaching job which ended up getting him fired um so <laughs> I thought that was a huge thing. I just thought their plays were so stupid and um, kind of cookie cutter, especially since I already thought that Zimmer's idea of the offense was more cookie cutter, but he's defense run game always, which is weird since we have two star wide receivers and pay a shitload for a quarterback. But um, they're going to run the ball like crazy. Um, if Dalvin Cook can uh, stay healthy and be um, effective, like in his rookie year, um, I think they'll have a great season. Um, also, with huge improvements at the offensive line, um, that's been their struggle basically for the last six years. Um, Bradbury at center. Yes, it has. <laughs> yeah, Bradbury at center. Um, that was their first-round pick, and um, nothing but the greatest things have been said about him. Um, I don't follow college enough to really be an expert in it to say how he did in college. So I'm not going to try to dive enough into that. Um, but week two, who do you, you think is coming out? I'm sure you're going to say the Packers, but I think it's going to be close. Week two, home, 
Lambeau Field. If you do recall what happened last year with the whole Clay Matthews issue, we don't have that guy on our team anymore to yeah, make those that's, uh, that's plays. True. So that was one of the greatest because that was a tie, right? That first yeah, one. Yep. Fucking stupid first tie in Vikings history. Fucking dumb. Yeah. Um, but Packers easily had that game won, and they did. That call just. It gave us, yeah, it gave the Vikings a second chance. And uh, Vikings, to me, one of the greatest throws, honestly, though, throws and catches I had ever seen. It's in one of the top 100 plays of the year. Um, his uh, touchdown to Thielen, where Thielen caught it and fell backwards into the end zone as two Packers yes. were about to slam into each other. I thought, yes. watching it live, I thought that was a pick because people were cheering yeah. and shit. And I was like, oh. Yeah, I agree. I was like, no way. I was like, it's gone just like that. And then I saw that slow motion play, and I thought that was one of the greatest throws I had seen and catches I had seen in a long time. So I was super pumped about it. But like you said, I know the Packers should have won that game, just like I know the Saints should have won in the playoff. Now, everything I say about the Packers and winning games and all that is just a question mark, by the way. Just take all of this as a grain of salt because right. this is literally a new team that is about to enter Lambeau Field. Yeah. And I haven't yeah. seen play. I mm-hmm. have not seen the Green Bay Packers team play. So I don't know exactly what to expect. I'm just going off of names yeah. on the depth chart, and I'm going off of <laughs> hopefulness and everything like that. So until I actually see them come together and play, right? Who knows? Who knows? But um, it's very paper, tough. I'm, I'm going to say the Packers are going to come out with a victory because they're going to play that better defense, and I feel like we're going to do just enough on offense. Like again, I, I'm telling you, the offense I feel like is not going to be as good. Mm. I just feel like the defense is going to be where we kind of what carries us. I, I just I'm hoping it does too because. And that means that we're probably going to win some football games. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I just don't know because, of again, Rodgers, he just never wants to trust his wide receivers. I don't understand it. He just never th- wants to trust them and then acts like it's always their fault wherever they run to. And I know I keep going back to Rodgers in this thing. And that's, again, that is a, it's all – it's such a question mark, man. Like this is the, the weirdest feeling I've had in 31 years as a Green Bay Packer fan. I literally don't know this feeling because I I literally have no expectations. It's just... As it's, a Viking fan, I've been crazy. there so many times. So <laughs> I, I totally get what you're talking about because we get new coaches all the time. Uh, Zimmer's been a coach probably the longest, um, probably since Childress. And I never liked Childress as a head coach. Um, yeah, he was, a, he was a clown. Yeah, I thought he was... Crap, uh, Mike Tice. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mike Tice, I always thought was awesome. I wish he would have stuck around a little more. Um, but with Zimmer, I think it's his. It's kind of his last uh, time to shine. And um, I think. Yeah, I was gonna ask you: Is he? Is he on the hot seat? Yeah, I think. I think he is. Um, same with uh, Rick Spielman. Uh, they've had some great draft picks uh, later in drafts, which is great for them. You know, for picking out late round talent and stuff but i think their first round picks have uh not been great um for the last uh fuck basically since spielman's been there we've had a few good ones uh like Rhodes was probably the best one we've gotten but ever since then not too many have stuck around 
Uh, Treadwell's on his way out. Trey Waynes is probably going to be on his way out. Um, so it's a make-or-break deal for these guys. Um, I think this is the last year that they're really going to get the opportunity. Even though I love Zimmer, um, like you said, the defense isn't quite there. They were ranked fifth last year as a defense, but still not nearly as good as they've been. Um, but I think I think with how they've a lot of players have taken pay cuts or taken less to stay with the Vikings. I think it's because of Zimmer and because they know that they're building a good team. So that's that's honestly the biggest thing for me is where I think they're going to have success is uh they're they definitely see the weaknesses and they're acting upon them. Um if Mike Hughes comes back as a corner, I think him and Rhodes are going to be phenomenal together. I do think though that Rhodes has kind of lost a step. I don't think he's as fast anymore, and I think that's a problem. I think he like you'll see he'll be matched up on Adams um, he'll probably be on Adams the entire time when they play in week two and is, bring it on baby. Yeah. And, but I think Adams is going to win that contest most of the time. So, I mean, he shut down Odell Beckham. He shut down, um, Antonio Brown. So he shut down the biggest names, uh, in the game, but that's, you know, a couple years ago now. So we'll, we'll kind of see, I think, I think, uh, he might have lost a step. Now, let me ask you a few questions about the Vikings here. Um, All right. So, what's the status of Dalvin Cook? Dalvin Cook, he is he is ready to play. I think the worst thing about his performance last year was coming off an injury, and um, the offensive coordinator, um, like I said, that kind of went rogue. Didn't really want to run the ball. So when he did run the ball, it wasn't in good uh, situations. And also the fact that, uh, yeah, in, like, no offensive line. He's had no one to help him for the longest time. So I think, especially with Bradbury at center that they picked up in the draft, I think he could find great success right up the middle. Okay. Yeah. All right. I like that. Who um, who else do you guys got with, with him in the backfield? Um, wait, for other running backs are you talking about? Yeah. Um, so that's the thing. We got, was it, Amir Abdullah. Um, you know, he was a long-time oh, Lion. You, you lion? Okay, yeah. okay. And um, I'm not really impressed with him. I kind of hope uh, they might do something extra um, because they've uh, – two other running backs have gotten hit with uh, performance-enhancing drugs. Um <laughs> And uh, and uh, and suspensions. Um, so it's it's not been looking fantastic at the running back position. Um, but let me just double check because I think they just added someone too just a little bit ago. Um, yeah. So yeah, Mike Boone is the one that got uh, I think nabbed. So yeah, it's gonna be Amir Abdullah. Um, okay. I think. I think a big improvement, though, that they need to work on, I mean, they drafted wide receivers, um, but I think Laquan Treadwell just needs to get out, too. I think if I were to pick the weakest person on the offense, it's him. Um, weakest person on defense is Trey Waynes. So it's, you know, I want a reliable third wide receiver, and I think they might have got that with, like, uh, um, Chad Beebe out there. Um, they got a new tight end from um, Iowa. Um, he's pretty damn good. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I'm excited for this offense. I think they're definitely going to have the ability 
Um, but I think a lot of it is going to have to do with uh, with Kirk and that offensive line because Kirk was uh, just like every other quarterback that's been on the Vikings for the last three years, the most pressured quarterback in the league. Uh, we've been number one for like three years in a row, so I'm I'm over that. So, what is your outlook on the Vikings season for a record? I haven't gone game by game to look at it, but to their success, I would say they're probably they probably be second in the division, and I think it's probably. With his first year offensive coordinator, that's what I don't like. Um, like an eight and eight or nine and seventeen. Uh, I I don't I don't think they're gonna have a breakout year. If they do, I'll be absolutely surprised and obviously, you know, ecstatic about it. But I I don't think it's gonna be anything special unless unless that offensive line really improves. Which every year I thought that they've made a great improvement and it's not been the case. So I don't know if it's with the death other offensive lineman coach last year, Tony Sperano. If, uh, if you know, their replacement, which was their QB coach and a uh, combination of, who was it, some other coach, um, took over for offensive line coach after Sperano's uh, passing. So I don't, I don't think that was a good idea. I think you just need to go get a new one. But So you have them 8-8, eight 9-7, and, eight, and seven, second in the division. Yep. Yeah, so... So, I, who wins the NFC North? That's another thing, too. I was going to ask you, should we fear the Bears? That's what I'm going to... I'm going to ask... I'm going to answer your question with a question. Should we fear, fear the Bears? I mean, absolutely. I mean, not... This is one of the first times I'll ever say this. I know, but right? <laughs> I'm a realist and not a... You know, just because yeah. I hate them and all the clown fans that they have... I just don't know if they're real. a real person. They're, they're you know, going to fall back. They're going to fall back, definitely. They're not I, think the NF- I think good. the NFC they're North. Gonna be like, they're going to be like 10 and 6, 9 and 7. They're going to finish second, so. third. And, the, I mean, they're going to they're gonna be right behind the pack. Oh, man. For, I don't know. I think it's going to go Packers. I, think, I don't know. I, I think Vikings and Bears tie. You think and so? I could see the Lions. Yeah, Lions at bottom for sure. Um, I think – I just think – I used to think probably two or three years ago the NFC North was one of the most challenging teams out there. We could go out and kick anyone's ass. Maybe not kick anyone's ass, but at least, you know, get W's against just about any team in the league, you know. Every right. every team playing outside of the division, you know, we we had a great chance of being any almost any team in our division. Last year I thought we were the worst division in the entire league. And that's why I think yeah. the Bears had success is because no one else was even good. I wouldn't say we had a good team in our division other than the Bears. Not great, good. I would agree. I would agree. So um, it's it's like I the, the only it's hard. the only thing yeah. I will say about the Bears though is that they are the defending champs, so you got to respect that. Right. Like they don't respect the Brewers as the defending champions of baseball. Like right. they just they just talk mad shit and think that they're. Just they don't, they don't shit nothing but roses over there in Wrigleyville. But you know, I don't know. I but, just but in the last like three to four years, we haven't had like a back-to-back division winner 
you know, like since the Packers were. The Vikings wow. win it one year, and then they're like third the next year. Uh, yeah. You know, Packers win it third the next year. And Bears that's, have that's been the third. Thing, that, that's the thing with the NFL. It's always yeah. changing unless you're the Patriots. Yeah, right. I was going to say they walk <laughs> away with it because every team is firing their coach every other year. And so, then their other division teams hire the same coach. Like, yes. yes. <laughs> that's so stupid. <laughs> it's like you're all going to be trash forever. So then um, – let me give you. Let me get you your. Or let me get your NFC versus AFC preview for the Super Bowl. What you got? Um, man, I might throw the Saints back in there. I don't really want to, but uh, say Saints and Patriots. That's what I'll do. I'm gonna go. It's it's so cliche, but they're to me that's the best teams that are out there. Um, I'm never gonna discount the Patriots, but yeah. We're... Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Patriots and Saints. Saints. As well. All right. All right. Yeah. See, like it's you don't want to go with the kind of same old, same old, but that's what it should have been last year. And um, who do you, who do you got for the victor though? I think I'd pick Saints over the Patriots. I mean, this year it's probably the year that the Patriots got to lose it. So yeah. And I just think there's the Saints. there's too uh, however, much talent. I just can't pick against Tom Brady, so I gotta pick Patriots no matter what. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's hard to root against uh, Brady, that's for sure. Um, he's he'll he'll break your heart if you ever uh, root against him. So it's um, yeah. I mean, realistically, I will never count them out after after the that Falcon Super Bowl. Never, ever, ever. Will I count out Tom Brady and the Patriots ever? As long right. as he is on that field, they're they got a chance. I don't care what the score is, they got it. They they've proven everything and anything and everything. So yeah, it is definitely a good, great possibility that uh, he take he would take it over the Saints. Um, I just think there's too much talent over in the uh, the Saints. I think they just have stars at almost every position. So it's. It's hard to to say that they won't. I think the biggest thing counting against them is maybe if if the game comes down to a Hill Mary, Drew Brees isn't throwing it. You know, they had uh what Hill come in and throw every deep ball last year, which I think was really a a slap in the face to Brees. Um <laughs> but it's like if he can't do it, they're that Hill kid, I don't think he's gonna be the star to shine. I mean he made some great plays you know, on like yeah, special he's a, teams he's and a stuff. Slash guy. He's not a quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Like he's he's a quarterback. Which I wish Patterson. the Packers still had that guy because that's who let him go. Oh yeah, we had him. Yeah, like he he's a great weapon, but not as not as quarterback. Yeah, but when you got McCarthy as your coach, they don't know how to use him as a weapon, so yeah. they let him go. Yep. They're clowns. That's that's basically the Vikings with a Cordero Patterson since he's a Super Bowl champion now. Um, which drives me insane, which he's on the Bears, so I think he'll go back to mediocrity. So I'm kind of fine with it. Um, he might return a kick against us, which would suck. But <laughs> but uh, that's probably – I don't see him being a wide receiver. I just don't think he knows how to read routes. Um, yeah. But uh, – and then we got uh, – so uh, Packers at Minnesota, Monday night, December 23rd. We got a Christmas Eve Eve game. Um, 
It's not. It's. I think that would be the game to play in Green Bay with snow. I think that'd be awesome. But um, right. But since it's in Minnesota, I guess that's all right too. I'll take home field uh, on a Monday night. Um, Probably gonna have some playoff implications. Yep, I was gonna say so. And right after that, the Vikings play the Bears uh, in Week 17. So Packers play the Lions. Yeah. So you guys get an easy win there, and then. Well, um, come on. Now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, we have gone to the the Detroit the last couple of years and gotten our butt whooped in the oh, last really? game of the year. Yeah, because we just mail it in, and they just get like literally two years in a row we've gotten slaughtered. Oh shit. Um, because they literally just mailed it in like, dude, I've never seen a player play so bad. And his name is ha ha Clinton Dix. Like he wasn't even, he was there in his body, but he was just like, I'm, I'm already checked out. I'm good. I'm not trying to tackle. I'm not trying to do anything. It was one of the worst games I've ever seen by a player in my life. Yeah. Um, fuck. Trying to think. Haha's not there anymore, right? You trade him? Thank goodness he's no. We didn't trade him. Oh. We just didn't. Re- or yeah, we traded him, and then he he went to the Redskins to oh, trade, yep. and now he's on the Bears. Oh, okay. So and the Bears think that yeah. they have a better wide or uh, safety now than Amos. Yeah. So we swapped safeties, and I think we got the better yeah. of the two. Yeah. Um. What What's their age? I know Haha's pretty young but i don't know how old amos I'm pretty is. sure amos is 27 oh okay yeah so i mean he's still got plenty of time um yeah all, all the guys yeah. we signed were 27 or 28 that's good all right yeah so i mean they're they're probably like mid-range of the they got guy. four years of good football in them right yep. now yeah so and then they're probably probably the most intelligent that they're gonna be uh at this age when it comes to their position um they're gonna know where they gotta be um, that's what I, I do like that. Um, I used to think it was just all the young guys, but so there's so many mistakes that they make cause they just don't know where to be. Right. Um, your three, your four is when you're really finally getting honed in. Yep. Yeah. Right. When, uh, right when that contract's usually come in. What, what's your thoughts on Patrick Mahomes? Um, that is really tough too, because he had such success his first year. And usually when that happens, that's usually the only thing that happens uh, for quarterbacks like that, especially ones who do um, kind of mobile stuff. He's not – I wouldn't say he's a mobile quarterback, but he's definitely talented. Um, I could see him as, like, the next big thing and that next class of, of great quarterbacks. Like, I think Carson Wentz and, and him, if Wentz stays healthy, I think will be kind of the, uh, the Rodgers Brady of the next generation. What do you think? Yeah, I mean – Patrick Mahomes, to me, I'm not going to lie here. I, he has the ability. That's the biggest thing. He makes great throws. So I think see, that's why. Here's where I feel like I should be a GM in the NFL and have a job. Because <laughs> because I thought coming out of college he was the best quarterback prospect in the in the draft. Yeah. And then you have all these NFL teams who don't think so. Right. And I just don't just understand Just because he it. wasn't on like, a great team. Basically. What are you looking at? Yeah. He has all the physical skills that you were looking for in a in a player. I saw him play, and I was like, "Wow, that guy looks like Brett Favre." Kind of. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's gonna make some mistakes, and he's that's because he's so gifted that he's gonna try to make plays. And wow, when he makes plays, it's scary. Yeah. And, dude, the no look shit. Yeah. I right. Mean, that is, and he's just, still doing it. He did it's it just in like crazy. practice. Yeah, he's doing it in practice. I'm like, dude, what? <laughs> it's it's 
I've never seen anything like it. And yeah. Yeah, he's going to throw some bad passes where you're going to be like, what are you doing? Yeah. But, man, can he zing that ball, too. Like, yeah. When he was talking about how his dad was a uh, baseball player, and then he played baseball, obviously. And I'm like, dude, this guy is Brett Favre Jr. Like, Brett Favre could throw a 96-mile-an-hour fastball when he was young. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I just – I don't know what these – NFL experts are looking at like how do you draft other quarterbacks over him mm. yeah I, I didn't see much of him uh, of his college uh, days uh, until he was um, in you know in his second year this last year um, and I saw his abilities and I'm like man where did he come from like I knew he came from uh, Texas Tech but um, yep. I didn't know you know I didn't watch the games so I th- like this year I know I'll definitely get more into college football um, I don't know if I can just pick a team because, like I said, I really have not been a college fan for the longest time. But I think I just want even more football in my life, uh, unfortunately. So well, I, I'm the same way. I, I don't. Yeah. I actually don't really have it. Like I, I like Wisconsin. Obviously, I'll yeah. root for them. But I honestly don't really like to watch them because they're kind of boring and it's yeah. so it's kind of the same all the time. Yeah, it's, it's just a run, 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 yeah. pass, and, run, run, pass, run, yeah. run, 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 run. And the, run. the competition isn't really even No, the Big to Ten me. is not yeah. as great, no. Yeah, so now, it's, it's run away When they're games. playing teams like Notre Dame next year in Lambeau, that's awesome. I love that's that That's pretty stuff. cool. Um, but, man, they – I don't know. College to me is – I don't like the whole stoppage of play every first down because the, the – the game takes yeah. three and a half to four hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's forever. And That's... I'm I'm with you. I'm not as big into college, but I do like to look at the prospects and right. kind of gauge how good they are. And then obviously when the draft comes, yeah, that's when I really get into like who they are and right because like I don't really watch them as they're in college, but then once you know they're they go to the combine and all that, and you start watching their their tapes and shit like that i get into that a little bit right. a little bit of a nerd no I, I can, I'll do yeah, that I can same reiterate thing. like where they all go to college after and even though i don't really watch it because it's I, I don't know yeah like it's not as aesthetically pleasing in college i feel right yeah no i'm the same way um i definitely i usually just yeah pay attention when draft uh time comes around and um i'll look at a few different, you know, mock drafts, um, like Mel Kuyper and stuff like that, and kind of see where the Vikings are at. Um, like, I know what they need, but it doesn't mean, you know, they, right. they're going to go the same direction that I would go. Right. You know, they might go just best player available, which sometimes I wish they did that too since they passed up right. on a lot of great players. Um, you know, another another way you can get into college is just bet on games. That's how I do it too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if you want to talk about that on here, but where do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a guy that I go through. You have a guy. You got a bookie. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, you, you can go on. You can go on the websites too and do it. Yeah. I well, that's the thing too. I don't even trust most websites. The only time I ever bet on something was the Oscars, and I actually made a decent amount of money off of that. But it was all that was all kind of blowies. There wasn't too many um, um, upsets really for that. <laughs> um. Yeah. So um, also with the. Um, Clemson's, uh, Trevor Lawrence, I'm sure you at least know, you know, you know a decent <laughs> amount about that guy, you know, yeah. everyone kind of does cause he's going to be, you know, he's like yeah. the next best thing. Um, wh- when he is draft eligible, where do you think he's going? He's going number one. Yeah. But where, 
where? I have Who no is going to be number one? I'm thinking Oakland. Well, it's not I for think another, it's not for two years. Yeah, but I think I think this is a thing. I think Gruden um, really tries this year, and then he tanks. I think he tanks again, so he can he can get that spot. I think he. I don't. Carr's not going to be his quarterback. When they when they're yeah, in Vegas, why are you going to tank? Because he wants a different quarterback, and he's not gonna, he's not gonna so he's pay just gonna anybody. Keep tanking and tanking like the Sixers. No, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna play real this year because he wants to see what his team can actually do. But uh, I mean, you got Antonio for how long now? Uh, granted, he's only gonna be getting slower and or you know, older and slower. Um, but I, I think he's just gonna, you know, pick uh, good players in the draft uh, where he lands until. Trevor is eligible, and then he that year before he is gonna tank. That's my guess. That's my that's my gut. I don't know. I don't. You don't think so? I don't. Know. Somebody's gonna be tanking for that kid. That's for sure. Yeah, but he could have a bad year, and then boom, his draft draft stock boom plummets. Yeah. Well, you never know. You yeah. just never know. But I mean, it's the hundredth hundredth season of the NFL. Um, I saw that this uh, upcoming. Hall of Fame class is going to be double the size as it usually is. I think that's going to be pretty interesting. It's going to be 20 hmm. people rather than just 10, I remember. So, interesting. Yeah, um, I think there's going to be some uh, some names that have been on the, on the waiting list for quite a while that are going to be getting in there. I don't know. Is there anything else you want to talk about? We've been doing it for like an hour. Nah, man, I think we covered a lot. All right, um, man. I'll definitely... Uh... Want to do this again on the show, though? Yeah, for Thanks sure. For I think, on, man. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, I think, like, probably mid-season, we'll probably get you on, you know, just so we get a good feel of how the teams are doing and, um, you know, and kind of battle from there. I'm sure – I am sure. I think at that point, I mean, granted, there's not many games going on, but I think uh, it'll be a three-way run for first at this point. At that point, I should say. Six months. Six, uh, ah. I would agree. It's going to be a fun season, man. Yeah, Can't for wait. sure, man. Sounds right. good, man. Thanks for being on, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. See you, man.